Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to another edition of The Spilled Tea. I'm one of your three hosts, Stephen Michael O'Quinn. Just waiting for Kyle and Dallas to arrive. Dallas might arrive a little late. Um, just waiting for Kyle. But to get started, the way the show's going to go, just to let you know, I'm going to do a quick updates for everybody. And then we're going to talk about television, soaps in general, of course, our main topic, right? And then we're going to talk about, I call the summer categories. We're going to talk about summer movies. We're going to talk about um, summer TV shows, summer books, hint, hint. And then um, my favorite, of course, the summer crushes. And finally, we're just going to end with the goals that we have, each of us has for the next couple months until December rolls around. And I do see Kyle. Hold on one moment. Let me get him in. Hello, Hello. my darling. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. This is my first time hosting with the Silky and somebody else. (laughs) Virgin no more. What's that? Virgin no more. I know. Well, girl. (laughs) (laughs) So we are finally live. Dallas is joining us a little later. Okay. He's got family. But um, I was just, like I said, um, I told you the rundown, but... I don't want to go into too much detail about myself because I've been on the air with four other episodes, five other episodes, and I think pretty much if you've listened before, you know where I am in life right now. But I would rather everybody find out what's going on with Kyle. Tell us the latest. Well, as you know, I am now a New York resident, thanks to thanks to Jaffink. Um, I am in my apartment after a week of extending my hotel stay because the apartment was not in a shape to move in, but I'm here slowly unpacking and putting stuff together, so that's a good thing. And today I am just kind of, it was a street fair, so I walked around just kind of getting to know the city and just, it's quite interesting. I think it's kind of funny how when you were in L.A., Anytime we would hear you, they'd be like sirens, there'd be background noise oh, wait. in New York, and there's nothing. You mean San Francisco, when I was in San Francisco. Whatever. Whatever. Wait, get this. When I was walking back to the apartment this afternoon, I'm thinking, the first thing I need to tell everybody is that, okay, so you heard sirens when I was in San Francisco. <laughs> Prepare for an occasional <laughs> siren while I'm in New York. I'm living on 51st and 8th. It, can get kind of noisy. I don't know what it is now, but it is dead silent outside. So mm-hmm. be very thankful. I don't know what happened. I think maybe I found how to close the window the entire way. But I'm <laughs> knocking on wood now, but nothing happened. <laughs> well, I, I even turned my AC lower. So when you told me that you, you were possibly moving to New York, what did I tell you? I instantly said, that is the perfect city for you. I have no idea why. But I just feel like New York is your place. I don't know why. I don't even know why. I've only visited well, New York a handful of times, but I don't know. I just feel like you're going to flourish there. I really do. Well, you, but thank you, David. I mean, that means the world to me. I mean, especially like I've had some other friends tell me because whenever I was doing this whole move thing, and I mm-hmm. thought, you know, I was very nervous, you know, because it's a whole mm-hmm. new city. It's big. It's fast. It's not. Mm-hmm. Ba- I lived in the Bay Area for 20 years, and a friend mm-hmm. of mine said, 
you're moving at the best time because you're older now, you're established. It's not like you're moving there as some kid just going to eat the city mm-hmm. off, you know, or the city will eat it up. And it's like, and a friend of mine also said, the thing to remember is New York is not better than you. You can handle that. Mm-hmm. You come from another mm-hmm. major metropolitan city. You can do it. Right. So I agree. Keep thinking I just, about I that, then it, it'll happen. So. But yeah, I'm just, here. And for some reason, <laughs> on the same every time as you. <laughs> I know. Finally, we're in the same time zone. And every time <laughs> that you said it, you're like, oh, my God. Like, the very first time you said it, for some weird reason, the first image that popped into my mind was Carrie Bradshaw. I don't know why. I just thought, oh, my God, he's going to be Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> but well, right now I'm a little if bit we all know you, If we all know you, it's more like Samantha Okur. Oh, anyway. Okay. <laughs> is it just you and I chatting right now or just someone else on the line? No, no, just you and I. Mm-hmm. I heard I, while you were talking whenever I got on the phone, so I thought you were, t- a, I thought you were talking to Dallas. And then, but I guess you just started, so cool. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. This is great. I need to catch, you know, since I've been moving and everything, I need to catch up on the previous posts that you've done because there was some that, like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a good topic. I want to listen to this. I want to listen to this. So I'll definitely check it, out, check it out now that I'm in my apartment. Yeah, and they're not that long. Like, the first one was just, like, a test because I didn't know how to do it. So it's, like, five minutes long. And for some weird reason, it got, like, the most views. I don't know. Maybe listens, maybe because it was just five minutes, but. The rest of them talk more about, you know, um, I give an update of myself. I, I say how you and Dallas are. I teased how you and Dallas are in different stages of your lives. I most definitely, definitely squash any type of rumors there is about Doug being the bad person or whatnot. He's not. We all love and adore Doug. Yeah. Michael. Yeah. Or, yeah. Michael, yeah. sorry. And how he's a part of the show and how he kind of handed this off to us. Um, well, we would we wouldn't be together if it wasn't for him. When I, that's how I think. About exactly. Him. He brought us together. Exactly. So, and he, uh, you should. But, I mean, I talk to him daily. He is so excited for us, and I can't wait for him to co-host with us. He is just so excited, and he starts school tomorrow. Just to let you know. Yay! So yeah, but um, I kind of don't want to move on without Dallas, but um. Where he's at. Well, let's. Why don't we talk about something that um, maybe he doesn't have that much to comment on? So that way, when he gets in, we don't have to back backtrack or anything. You know. True. True. Um, but I mean, I think Dallas probably has something to say about everything. So that's not. Yeah, a bad he does. Thing. I love him. <laughs> he is so opinionated. I absolutely love it. He's opinionated, but he's not like a, a bitch about it. I don't know how to explain it. Diva. Well, that's my Diva. job. <laughs> That's my job. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, let's just table the whole Nick Cannon and Mariah thing because that is his goddess. So we'll talk about that when okay. he's here. Okay, okay. Um, how, and I already know your opinion about this. How, sorry, I have to laugh. How do you feel about the Kardashian Hollywood app? <laughs> um, I, I don't know what you speak. Kim Kardashian released a, um, an app. It's called Kardashian Hollywood. And uh-huh. basically in the game, you play her best friend, and you do all sorts of things, like you do modeling gigs, you, you get money, you become could you um, sell a, her. Could, could, you, could you, like, sell her sex tape on the black market instead? That kind okay, of you know what? Can I be that person? You know what? <laughs> You're a hater, all right? Oh, I'm not going to deny have... it. I'm 100% Kardashian hater. Sorry. 
I will have you know I am at the A-list with 80, 82 million friends on the Kardashian application, all right? So why don't you just stop hating? I'm famous on there. All righty. I don't hate but, the followers. Um, I, hate, I, don't hate the, I don't hate the sin. I don't hate the sinners. I hate the sin. That's what I wanted to say. Well, you, you might hate Kim Kardashian because reportedly this woman is going to be getting close to $100 million for this application, if you can believe that. Well, good for her. I should, mm-hmm. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to search Ray J and see if he could screw me on camera and then sell that and I could be worse. Well, no, I don't, have a, I don't have a Chris Kardashian backing me up, so, oh, well. First Darn of all, it. it's Chris Jenner, first of all. And second of all, you can find Ray J in the state penitentiary because that bitch got locked up. He got oh, locked okay. up. He's arrested. Thank you. So, any hoosers <laughs> hating on Kim, how dare you? Now Sorry. I can go to New York and kick your ass. <laughs> Shit. I don't have to take a plane. Uh-huh. And um, let's just talk about the elephant in the room, okay? So recently I released my 50 top crushes of all time, and <laughs> let's just put it out there. You were upset you, you mean on 50, the list. You mean 50 top crushes of the moment. I'm sure there's Okay, you know change. what? <laughs> It's not, okay, fine. 50 times hey, hey, of the hey, summer, listeners, all right? Be, hey, let me just address all the listeners. If you want to be on Dave's 50 Crush, follow him on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and I will have you know, the list has already been amended for fall. <laughs> <laughs> I had to move some people, and I had to release some people. What? People of were getting upset. You did. I needed, what, what do you want me to do? I needed to move some people. Well, that's fine, but you know what? Maybe just kind of limit yourself instead of doing 50 if you're going to change yourself. Just do 10 or 15. Don't go cray-cray and do 50. You don't need to swear at me on live air, all right? There's no need to swear, okay? I have to do 50. I have to include all my hubbies, every one of them, uh-huh. even exes. Uh-huh. So it's a funny story about that. Um, J-Lo's ex-husband is on the list, and I swear... He is like the Which nicest one? guy on social media. Oh, how dare you? Chris Judd? The only one that matters. Her first one, Ohani Noah. He is. Who? So, Ohani Noah, her very first husband, the one that oh. was a waiter in Miami. Um, oh, okay. If you follow him at, at Ohani, O-J-A-N-I-N-O-A, you'll see pictures of him. He is hotter now than he was younger. No joke. But he was like... He tweeted me, thank you for, for putting me in your top 11 or 13 or 15 or whatever. And he's like, I feel so honored. I'm like, oh, my God, why did she dump this guy? He's really nice. But, again, he's nice on social media. I have no idea what he's like in person. So I just thought I'd share that story. But okay. uh, I'm sorry, Kyle. You're my friend now. I can't, I can't put you on my crush list. What am I going to do? Well, maybe, maybe it's just, maybe I'll just take it to seem that the 50 crush, they're celebrity crushes. They're not actually real, real people. They are. I will clarify. They are there. celebrity crushes. There. I don't ever want to offend any sort of, um, I don't want to say real person, but there are some people that I do have crushes on that aren't celebrities. I don't want to put their name out there if they don't want to be out there, you know, so. Right. But, yes, they are celebrity crushes. So, all right, are you happy now? I'm content, yes, with that response. 
can I still visit you in New York sometime? Of, Jesus. of course. Of course. <sighs> God. I need to visit the Empire State Building and do all the touristy things. I've never done that, and I never um, went to uh, Statue of Liberty either, so going to need to do well, that. That's- that's the best time to do touristy things when you have a friend in town. When I lived in when I lived mm. in San Francisco, the only times I ever went to Alcatraz or all those other touristy places was when I had friends in town. It was a perfect excuse. And P.S., yeah, we, Alcatraz- we won't go to the Statue of Liberty. We'll take the Staten Island Ferry because it's free, and we'll wave at her with beer. Um, <laughs> why? Why not? Because. because. What's wrong with the Statue of Liberty? Uh, there's nothing why. wrong with it, but it's like, why waste time out there? You know what it is. You think that Rogue and the other X-Men are there. They're gone. They left. Magneto's not even there anymore. Don't worry about it. That happened in 2000 anyway. I've never seen an X-Men movie. (laughs) Oh, my God. You want to kill me, don't you? You (laughs) seriously want to kill me. (sighs) I need to take a moment. (sighs) All right. I'm good. How dare you talk like that? We are on air. Sorry. I'm sure there are some people out there that haven't watched an X-Men movie. There you go. Swearing and on national. Listen, this is a national podcast, all right? Don't go swearing to all of our six listeners. Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so have, have I understood you correctly? You haven't watched any of the soap operas? Um, I have not. In three weeks, I have not watched a single episode. And it's killing me because when I left to move, Kristen Mm -hmm. had just shown back up at Days of Our Lives, and she was with, um, what's his name, Sean Christian, whatever that character's name is. I already forgot. Oh. So that's whenever I left off. So it's been a while. And for General Hospital, it was only, you know, it was in a good spot, but um, it it was just the beginning of um, Nina's um, treachery and all that other stuff, so. Uh, Okay, so you missed a lot. Yeah, I don't even know if we should talk about... Like, Ava's probably already given birth. No, she hasn't, actually. It's, It's been 10 months. Um, oh, okay. um, no, she hasn't. So we, we won't do a recap, and we won't go around. We'll, we'll probably do that next time. So okay. we can just discuss the headlines, and then when Dallas comes, we can just, you know, talk That'd about it again. That'd be great. Just, get, you know, just high-level points on the shows that I missed. That'd right. be perfect. So do you know because about I'm, I'm sure when I finally watch, it'll be later that same day. <laughs> oh, my God. So... Um, you are done with Young and the Restless still? You're over it? Um, yes. That town does not exist in my life anymore. Even though Justin Hartley's going to be there? Even though Justin Hartley's going to be there. Oh, man. That, that's just rude. I mean, rude. You've got to nope. support Justin. He's, he's a great actor, and he's hot. I, I did support him on Revenge. And let me just tell you, I tweeted out earlier. I'll vote for him on SoPunks.net if I choose. Oh, here you go. Going back to Genoa City. So let me just tell you, his scenes with Madeline Stowe are just a snippet of what he's going to experience with Eric Braden. Those two, I have a feeling they're going to get into a fist fight because they are just such bombastic actors. I just think he's going to do so well. 
as Adam. But fine, I won't, I won't get into that or the Mariah story, which is the one in it right now, even though it's not perfect. But um, I haven't watched Days. The last time I saw Days, Sexy JJ was like with trying to trick Teresa and he had some paycheck and I don't know. It was just, I don't know. I, I, I didn't really understand it, so I kind of tuned out. Mm-hmm. But um, General Hospital, I don't know who's writing the show right now. I'm thinking um, Laboratory Monkeys are writing it right now. Um, that's the only okay. reason I can think of some of the storylines existing on that show. I don't get it. I just don't understand. Now, I stick, stuck around for the Heather Weber crap. And so now we have some other stuff, which is just uh, such a headache. Ava being pregnant with a boy, literally a boy, and his father's kid, and she doesn't know who the father is. That's kind of cool, but kind of weird. I don't really get it, but whatever. Um, The whole fake Luke thing, I just do not understand whatsoever. Is he back? Okay, so he is, but through a computer. Okay. He's at an undisclosed location. Right, okay. And, and now he's recruited Ava to help him. Gotcha. I don't understand. And what boggles my mind the most is Tracy marrying Fluke. She has been through it all. She's battled her... She, she reminds me of... Oprah's character from The Color Purple, I battled my husband. I battled my, you know, she's battled everybody, every man in her life she has battled. And so she follows Luke around like a puppy dog and does his bidding. I don't understand. The only thing I could think of is, I don't know if you ever watched Guiding Light. Did you ever watch Guiding Light? Nope. I have not. Okay. So... Uh, Beverly McKenzie was the original Alexandra. Before she left Guiding Light, her character was kind of like Tracy. She married the, the show's villain, and she was the most powerful woman on the show. People are like, why is she marrying Roger Thorpe? And then towards the end of her tenure, she had this scene where she was in a country club, and she invited her husband, and she ripped him to shreds. She surprised him because she was going to break up with him publicly. Ripped him to shreds, apologized to all of her friends for even believing him. This is the only way that they can save this storyline, is if Tracy invites Luke out somewhere, maybe the, a new nurse's ball or something like that, and just dumps him publicly and rips him apart. Then I'd be like, all right, cool. This storyline makes sense. But right now, I'm baffled. I don't, I don't get it. I just don't get it. So that's my rant. I'm sorry. I had to say it. That's okay. Um, well, let's see. Um, what did you think of Michelle the few times you saw her before your break? Well, I mean, I, I always, I mean, I, I adore her. So, I mean, I love, mm. love her. But um, it's weird because she, she, my aunt and I talked about it. Like, it's almost like she's got this weird accent or something. But it's like, I guess it's, She's trying to play a woman that's been asleep for 20-some-odd years, which is mm-hmm. a little hard. But, 
but it's also a little funny because you've got to get all of those references in that she missed, and it just comes mm-hmm. across as silly, you know, when she says yeah. they've kind of moved past that, which is good mm-hmm. because all those kind of, I mean, just to, you know, that, it was just basically writing the references to, to reiterate girls in treatment for 20 years. But right. um, the fact that she, I mean, and I don't think Michelle Stafford would have signed on for something had there not been more meat to Nina. And with her right. writing the, the list and all that other stuff, it was just, it's classic. I, I, I mean, I'm enjoying it, so. It was a little kill Billish when she wrote that list, right? It was like very uh, kill yeah. Bill. Yeah. But the funniest part that you mentioned, thank God someone else mentioned it. I, I didn't mention it before because I thought I was the only one being a nitpicker. The funny part of anybody who watches Sleepy Hollow on Fox, the funny part of the show, even though the show is extremely creepy, is Ichabod Crane is from, like, the 1700s, and seeing him interact with technology today, even a gun, is just hilarious. So I would think that, you know, hearing Nina talk about Facebook or Twitter would be funny, but it really isn't funny. Kind of like, oh, Right. Okay, we get it. You've been asleep for 20 years. We get it. We get the running gag. We get it. Move on. You know? Um, well, what, have, have they said what I, – I don't remember, and this is just kind of like an off-topic subject, but have they, what do they call Facebook on GH? I know in, in Genoa City it's Face Place. Do they I have don't a fake know. name? Is it, is it My Face or something like that? <laughs> I don't, they need to get off the My Face because My Space has, has, has peaked. Sorry, Justin Timberlake. I know you're trying to revive it, but it's peaked. All right? We're done. Um, I don't know what they call it. I don't know. But I also, um, in regards to Nina, now you have to back me up on this. Is she mad at the wrong person? Now, I get that she's mad at Silas for cheating on her and then for her accident and stuff, but she feels that Silas owes her a baby. It was her mother that got the baby aborted. So I'm confused as to why she's so mad at Silas and saying, you owe me a baby. He owes me a baby. I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get it. I feel like it's misdirected. She should be pissed at her mom. It's just drama. Uh, I don't understand. Is she coming back to the show? Is Donna Mills coming back to the show? They said no. I mean, that was the rumor. I mean, again, it's a rumor. I don't know, but... They said no, she was done, so I don't know. But let me tell you, Morgan has gotten hot. I don't know what happened. I don't know when it happened, but there's David, a scene. I'm sorry. I, oh, my God. I could not agree with you more. When he and, he and Kiki, Kiki, Kiki were in were that, renovating? Yes! Yes! <laughs> uh, he I'm was like... like he was in the, um, they were in, like, the lobby of that, like, hotel that they were building or whatever, and he was shirtless, and his big-ass bubble butt was just sitting there. I was like, thank you, God. The soap gods love me. You know, like, holy mother, when did he get hot? I used to think he was not so hot. I'll be honest. Me too. I thought he looked, no, I, I agree I thought he kind of looked like a werewolf, like he belonged on Team Wolf. But yeah. I got to <laughs> take my words back. He looks freaking insanely hot now. Oh, my gosh. He's... Mm-hmm. And you know who he's dating in real life. Whatever. Rita? Yeah, they're dating I in real can... life. They're a cute couple. Mino likey her. As the character? Or because you don't know her in real life. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, there's some, there's some people like that I 
I, I don't like them as characters, or I don't like them in real life, but I like them as actors and stuff. With her, since mm. I don't really know too much about her, I can already tell you, I don't like the character. And I don't like her yeah. personal, so. I kind of like her. I will tell you, I like her better than Sabrina. Sabrina is sniveling. She snivels too much. I can't stand Sabrina. Every time I see her, she's crying about something. <laughs> you close the door. <laughs> the window's oh. open. It's like, shut up. Can we have a normal conversation without you crying? <laughs> oh, drives me insane. And I know they're trying to get the girl an Emmy, but there's got to be a better way. Oh. What um, do you think? Why don't, oh. I know. I know how she can get an what? Emmy. Why Uh-oh. doesn't she oh, claim I... that someone on the, in the cast touched her boob and then the producer can write you... a big sob speech? <laughs> you know what? I brought it. You're about to be cut the F off, bitch. <laughs> F off. Don't you? How dare you? I am How trying to boost you. our ratings and our and okay. our and our comments. <laughs> okay, but first I of all, said it. I that's said my baby it. girl. I'm gonna be Phyllis right now. I will cut you if you talk bad about my baby girl. That's my baby. No one talks bad oh. about H H K. Okay, just saying. Well, your baby, your baby's got some major boobage that she's thrusting in people's faces. Don't be jealous because she got more cleavage than you, boo. You know you want that. I'm only joking. Have you ever seen... Go ahead. Go ahead. Have you ever seen the movie... Have you ever seen the movie White House Down? Uh, no. With Channing Tatum? Um, no. Okay. It was a huge blockbuster last summer. I suggest you see it. The little girl in it is her sister. They look exactly alike but with brown hair. It is... Creepy. I didn't even know until I was done watching it. And I was like, God, that little girl looks so familiar. And then I thought about it, and I was like, wait a minute. That's HHK's sister. Her name is Joey King, by the way. So follow her on Instagram and Twitter. Um, no. What else can we talk about? Shut up. <laughs> what else can we talk about? You're such a bitch. I know. I'm a New Yorker. Um, oh, here we go. <laughs> Maybe that's why I knew you'd fit in good with that city. Oh, yeah, probably. Let me guess. <laughs> Let me guess. You're going to start becoming a Yankee fan. No, 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 no. I'm, I have never, I'm, I'm a fair weather sports fan. It doesn't matter. But that, that should be my new tagline. New city, same attitude. Mm. Oh, that is perfect for you. So any men's on days that you want to talk about? or I remember some of the storylines. or any storylines you want to talk about on days? Um, well, since I haven't watched in a while, I mean, I, I kind of want to keep, get caught up on what's going on with Kristen um, mm-hmm. because I love Misa Miley Davidson. Um, and then I do follow, like, Jen Lilly and um, Eric Mortoff on um, Instagram and Twitter, so I do kind of keep up what's going uh. on with her, but I haven't really seen what's on the show. Um, Eve, honestly... I like the actress, is it Cassie the mm-hmm. Pava? I like mm-hmm. her, but I didn't know Eve mm-hmm. was from Texas, so, so like, What do you know. mean? She has an accent? Yeah, she has her land oh. accent, so. Um, but, I mean, I mean, I'm enjoying it, but it's like, as for guys on the show, I mean, the, the, I mean, come on, Casey Moss. I've already watched him do the ALS challenge three times. 
Oh, my God. What does Zac Efron say about that? I don't know. I watched him do it with Ashley Tisdale, so. Mm. Well, he's single now, which is why I wanted to talk to you. I know that all summer you were upset that he dated Michelle Rodriguez. How are you feeling now? Well, I mean, and, he must, I mean, he must, I don't know. I, I mean, he obviously likes dating men, so I'm, I'm sure eventually oh, I'll have my turn. Oh, my God. I knew that was coming. I knew <laughs> that was coming. Listen to me. There are reports that, <laughs> and I believe it, she felt it was like a fling and he felt more feelings for her. <laughs> he seems a little clingy. Not going to lie to you. Well, he can cling all he wants to me, that's for sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will say I'm starting to see the attraction. He, he's starting to get hot to me. Wait, did you and see I think it was No, I saw the lucky one where Taylor Schilling from Orange is the New Black grabbed his buttocks. Oh, yeah, like, she was literally awful to be better. in the underwear. Um, you, need to see the, you need to see Neighbors with him and um, Seth Rogen. It's really funny. And he's got him and Dave, Dave Franco are in it, and then the other, that awkward moment where he's with um, Michael B. Smith and mm-hmm. some other dude. And Miles Tell. Yeah. Did you just say some other dude? Yeah. <laughs> I did. Miles Tell. Teller. I don't mean. What? Oh, now you know his name. Well, that you reminded me. The movie was kind of forgettable, but it was kind of fun to watch for, for Mr. Z. Oh, my God. Well, I don't know. Um, speaking of Orange is the New Black, did you get into that don't show watch. at all? Nope. I, okay. I, I, I don't think I'm really going to watch the female Oz. So. Okay, it's not the female Oz because Oz was a drama. This is a comedy. And let me tell you something. I watched the first season last year. You know, it, it comes out all in one because it's Netflix. So it comes out with 13 episodes all at once. It took me like a week or two. The second season this year, I watched it in one day. It was hmm. addicting. It is so good. Once you watch one, I say give it three episodes before you're addicted. The first episode, you're like, what the hell is this? The second, you're like, okay, I like it. The third, I, I, I can't eat or sleep. I need to watch this show. Uh-huh. You will be addicted. Trust me. And how, how, how's Icky Laura Prepon? Is she any good? She's... Um, Mysteriously bitchy. Never mind. Okay, you know what? I'm done. If you have I'm to done think you. about your answer about her acting ability, then right there, the pause told You asked all. me if she was good. I'm saying she's, I, I can't say she's good or bad. She's just mysterious. Like, her character is just mysterious. I don't know how to explain it. You know who is worth watching? Uzo. I can't pronounce her last name. She just won a guest um, actress in the comedy. This woman mm-hmm. is amazing, Kyle. Her, her nickname the, on the show is Crazy Eyes. Is she the transgendered actress? No, that's, that's Laverne Cox. Oh, okay. And let me just say on the air, her role, now she got nominated as, for an Emmy, too. I feel like her acting is kind of... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Bad. Stiff. Oh. Like, she, she doesn't have range. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. 
Uzo as Crazy Eyes, this woman is completely insane. <laughs> she's completely insane. This is not giving anything away, but she's in love with Taylor Schilling's character. And to prove that nobody else can take Taylor's character, she whips down her pants and pees right in front of her bunk. Just pee. And then she pulls up her pants and walks away. (laughs) Yes. She marked her territory. Yes, she sure. It was the best. It was one of those scenes where you're like, she's not going to, oh, God, what am I watching? This is awesome. So I'm telling you, you will love it. You will love it. And you get to see Pablo Schreiber. You get to see his tight little booty. He's a porn stash. I don't know if you know who Pablo Schreiber is. I can look him up. Mm, He is six foot five, and he's also the half-brother of Lee Schreiber. Oh, okay. And he is such an underrated actor. I personally feel he should have been nominated for an Emmy because this guy... In real life, he's very sarcastic. If you follow him on Twitter, he's very sarcastic. He's wickedly funny. On this show, he is probably the biggest prick you will ever see on any program. Like, he's just such a dick. And his nickname is Porn Stash, because so, he has an 80s mustache. So. Gotcha. So, what else can we talk about? Man, Dallas needs to say, you know what, family? You're not as important as my on-air. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, well, what are you doing for Labor Day weekend? Because that's coming up this weekend. Yes, weekend. so I will be dog-sitting. <laughs> that um, be fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my sister has three dogs. Um, two are like Beagle, something else mix, and the other one's a Pomeranian. And they absolutely love me. It's Bailey, Bennett, and Haley. And um, my sister's going away to the Cape for the weekend. And I said, hey, I'll, I'll dog sit for you. So I'm going to be having a little me time. And, yeah, it should be fun. It should be fun. What about you? Cool. Um, I have um, a friend coming in, my, one of my very good friends that I've known since elementary school, he lives in Chicago. He and his, um, the guy he's dating are coming up to New York for the weekend. So um, they're staying in a nice. hotel, and we're, we're, we've got tickets to go see a Broadway show, and then we're just going to hang out. He's going to see my apartment, stuff like that. So it should be a nice, fun weekend. Is this, like, your first official holiday there? or? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, look at you. Yep, 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 yep. So, I'm so excited that'll be for fun. you. We're going to see um, this play is open. It's called It's Only a Play, and it's got Nathan Lane, Matthew Broderick, Stockard Channing, Megan Mullally, Rupert Grant, F. Murray Abraham, star-studded cast, and we're going to see that play. I'm really, really excited about it. So this should be a lot if of fun. Could, if Liza Minnelli was there, it'd be the gayest play in, in like history. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> true, true, true. But I'm so, just excited yes, that I'm yeah, actually going to see Stocker Channing in person. <laughs> I love her. I've loved her ever since probably Grease, but Grease, I really, yeah. really fell in love with her in uh, First Wife Club. Even though she was just in it for a minute, I don't know why. Just she's just awesome. 
But um, Dallas just DM'd me. He's not going to make it because his Graham and um, is staying for dinner. So okay, I guess we'll, well have you know to what? deal you know with what? that. Well, actually, you know what, David? This this actually works what? the purpose for the next. T- we should just um, re- the next time we do this, we could, we'll have him, and then we could do like a post Emmys breakdown and talk about the award show and stuff. So that's coming on a Monday. So what I can do is, you know, we can take some notes on fashions and who wins and stuff, and that could be a topic for next week. You mean I have to watch it? Or you could just uh. read who won. <laughs> I planned on not watching because I'm just. It's on a Monday. Who has an award show on a Monday? I have to get up. Now that I'm working in, in the Boston area, I literally have to get up at 5 a.m., leave for 6, and be there for 8. I don't have time for all this late-night drama now, you know? Um, uh, well, how do you think I feel living over here and getting the East Coast feed where it starts at 8, eight or 9 when I'm in, usually in California and it starts at 6? So... But I'm DVRing it so I could fast, so I could watch it later and fast forward it and stuff. So it'll be perfect. I guess I could do that. So I guess we can move on to um, the summer, my summer category. Okay. So summer movie. Is there a summer movie that you've seen or you want to see, or or is there just a summer movie that you've seen and you're just like, oh my god, that was like the best movie of the summer for me. I wish, you know, with all of this that's been going on, I haven't been able to get to the movies, unfortunately. But I'm trying to mm-hmm. see what's out there that I actually want to see. I mean, a lot of it is the superhero stuff, which I'm not yeah. really into, so I probably won't see um, it. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know what's coming out that I really want to see. You'll have to, you'll have to prompt me on those and let me know what's, what's like out in theaters now that's worth seeing. Because the last thing I saw, um, you know, I saw stuff on a plane, but, I mean, it was typically movies mm-hmm. that are out on video or that I've seen before, so. Right. What do you, well, what I'm not what trying you, to plug you? myself by saying but, it, but it's a shameless plug. But if you go to my actual blog, davidmoqinn76.blogspot.com, every time like, I go see a movie, so I review it. Here. I've got my computer here, so, like, can you oh, okay. tell me that blog spot sure. again, and I'll just mark it as a favorite. Sure. Dave, David M. And then my last name, O'Quinn, O-Q-U-I-N-N, mm-hmm. 7-6, period, blogspot, B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T, dot com. I talk about movies, I talk about TV shows, and basically I've seen, I'm caught up on all the movies um, that are out there, like the big major movies. Two, I had a two-way tie for favorite, um, Maleficent was just, it was a surprise favorite because I knew that, I mean, I love Angelina Jolie. If anybody knows me, that's my woman crush of my life. Um, Sorry, Julia. I know Julia Roberts was for a long time, but Angie took it over. And Angie was so, I call her Angie because it's like that. Um, Angie was so good. She was heartbreaking. She was evil. She was sweet. She was Every, like, every single emotion she displayed in this one movie, and I just, I loved it. And Guardians of the movie. Galaxy, you did? I did see um, Maleficent, yeah. What did you think of it? I liked it. I mean, I didn't okay. love it, but I liked it. I mean, I thought she was good. She had these little moments of humor mm-hmm. that she would do when she was, like, hating the child and stuff. And, I mean, Elle Fanning is just, Stunning to, to look at. So um, mm. visually, it was a, visually it was truly amazing. Um, but um, it was very entertaining. 
And the side note, the man who directed this film is the same man who did the production work for Alice in Wonderland. Just to let you know, that's why it looks so amazing. Um, my other favorite was Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, Chris Pratt is hot. I thought he was hot before when he was a little bit chubby, too. Yes, he's hot in this movie, but my thing are two things. Um, don't tell Angelina Jolie, but I secretly am obsessed with Zoe Saldana. Shh, don't tell her. Um, she kicks ass in every movie. She does. And <laughs> I've loved her since Avatar. Shut up. I've loved her since <laughs> Avatar. Actually, you know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to embarrass myself. I loved her since Crossroads. There, I said it. I put that out there. I'm not ashamed. And the reason why I really loved Guardians of the Galaxy is because there were so many 80s references in it. If you grew up in the 80s, you will love this movie. It even has, you know, stay for the post credits because it has Howard the Duck at the end. I mean, it was just so good. I loved it. Um, oh, my God. So I yeah, those are my two movies. I mm-hmm. saw Howard the Duck in the theater. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't look the same. You kind of have to, like, you're like, who the hell is, oh, yeah, it's Howard. You kind of have to, like, because he doesn't look anything like he did from that movie. But um, moving on to TV shows. Any TV shows that you've seen lately? This summer? Anything? <laughs> or books? Um, no, I'm just, I'm the worst person to ask because I've just, this whole movie, but it's like, you know, the regular shows that I watch, but it's like, I've got to, like, I'm waiting for the new season to start. Um, mm-hmm. I'm also, you know, catching up on my Pretty Little Liars because I missed some, but ABC Family re, re, you know, airs <sighs> them. Um, I don't know if Switched at Birth has had its finale yet, um, so I watched those two. Um, but the rest has all kind of been rerun, so I haven't been really catching up. And then I don't watch any of that other, like, CBS crap, like X-Tant with, with Halle Berry or anything like that. So I'm just waiting yeah, for I, um, um, the new seasons of shows to start. I actually um, have x on my DVR. I watched the, the first couple episodes, and I kind of like it. I think it's kind of cool. It's intriguing. I have, like, four episodes I need to watch. Um, I don't have a favorite, but I'll tell you one show that I watched, and I... I'm just so mad at it. So it's a show that my girl, Cynthia Watrous, left Young the Restless for, and it's called Finding Carter on MTV. Okay. Now, it's based on, um, it's not based on anything, but the premise of the the show is that this girl, Carter, she is doing some funny stuff with her friends and, they get arrested and they run her fingerprints and it turns out she's been a missing child for 13 years. So it turns right. out her mother isn't her mother. So she has to go back to her, um, her real parents. And when she goes back, she has a fraternal twin sister and a little brother and a, a mother, which Cynthia plays, and then she has a father who's played by, oddly enough, um, played by, I think his name was Wesley, on Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Was it Wesley? Alex he was Alison Hannigan's brother? Husband. Uh, no, he oh, was... Um, he, he's her husband in real life, but he, on the show, he was um, the Watcher's 
assistant, I guess. I don't, I don't know. No. I can't remember. I think his name was Wesley. Anyway, the thing that angers me about this show, and I've tweeted about it nonstop, and finally I had to stop watching the show because I felt like Cynthia probably hates me. The character of Carter, she was like, her, her real family said, oh, you know, this is your name. This was your real name. She's like, no, call me Carter. I want my real mom, not you. I hate you. She, ha- she hates this woman for no reason, but I understand, you know, she's used to someone being her mother for umpteen years. The way that she treats and talks to this woman, I can't take it. And I know it's just fiction, but I just sit at my TV and I'm yelling at my TV more than I'm, like, getting emotional about it. So I had to stop watching it. It's just the girl is so disrespectful to her parents. She got her twin sister drunk. She wasn't watching over her brother, so I just I had to stop watching it. The worst show on television right now. Hated Oops, it. Sir- is what? Oops, siren approach. I okay. can't even hear it. You can't hear it? Um, no, not at all. Oh. Now I can. <laughs> now okay. I can. What show did you but, say yeah. was horrible? Uh, Finding Carter. In, in the words of the two gay men in Living Color, hated it. Like, it was, it's <laughs> so awful. It is so awful. So, yeah, I'm hoping that that gets um, canceled and maybe Cynthia can go back as Kelly's twin sister. I don't know. I don't know. I love Cynthia. But um, as far as books, I haven't read any books this summer. I finished writing one, but I haven't read any. Um <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I have nine books that I need to read, and they're just, they've been sitting here all summer. I just haven't had time. Um, I read um, Gone Girl because I wanted to read it okay. before the movie. So I read that mm-hmm. book, which it's a, it's a very easy read, and it's kind of interesting. I didn't know too much about it, so I knew there were twists mm-hmm. and stuff, so I didn't do what I typically do, which is kind of find it out online before I read it, so it kind of ruins it. So it was all pretty mm-hmm. exciting to me because I didn't know what was going on. So I, right. it's a good book. It's a fun read. Is Uh-oh, it major um, and that, Go ahead. Is it just one book or is it a series? It's one book. It's just one oh, book. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll add that um, to the list. Um, well, if you want it, I can always send it to you because it's like I'm not going to read it again. So it's like I'll just yeah, I don't do that either. Or, or gay it forward. There are people that will read the Harry Potter series over and over and over. When I read a book, I'm done with it. But here's the weird part about me. I can't throw it away. <laughs> so I will well, read see, it, and I have to keep I, it. I had to, when I was packing, I had mm-hmm. to go through all my stuff and start purging. So I went through a yeah. lot of books that I ended up giving away to my neighbors or Goodwill or whatever, mm-hmm. And the books yeah. that I kept are either books that I hadn't read yet or books that right. I will read again. Because there are several books that I will read again. John Irving's mm-hmm. books, uh, World According to Garb, Prayer for Owen Meaning, which is hands down my favorite book of all time, um, Cider House Rules, and Hotel New Hampshire. I know I'll read those books again. I've read Garb three times. Um, Hollywood Wise by Jackie Collins I've read twice. There's, um, oh. I have The Prince of Tides and Beach Music, which is like my second favorite book that I've read, so I know I'll read these books again. So I keep those. Some of them mm-hmm. I keep just because I really like the books and I want other people to read them, so I'll keep them, let mm-hmm. them borrow them, and get them back. Right. But for the most part, that's why I have them. And currently, 
Gone Girl is, you know, it's a paperback read. It's a fun read. It's, the movie will be intense, so that'll be fun. But it's a book that it's like if someone suggest if I'm suggesting books and I'm giving away books, that's like one of the books that I'll probably say, oh, you should read this book if you've always wanted to read it, you know. And then mm-hmm. a friend of mine did the same thing with the, move, with the book The Goldfinch by Donna Tart. She wrote The Secret History. We both love that book. So he gave mm-hmm. me this book to read. She won the Pulitzer Prize for it. So Oh. And I wanted to read it, and so he said, I have it. I wasn't a big fan of it, but you're welcome to it if you want to read it. So I have that one to start now. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just, I, once I'm done, I've never reread a book in my entire life. Once I'm done with oh. it, I'm done. I can't, I can't reread it. It's weird to me. I, I know what's well, going to happen. You know what I mean? I don't know. Well, no, I know, I know. I, I agree. Like, same thing with Garp. It's like, I know what's going to mm-hmm. happen. But the thing is, I, I spaced out my rereads so far mm-hmm. that it's not mm-hmm. it's still kind of fresh and it's kind of exciting yeah. to like oh yeah I remember this I remember this part I remember this part because it's such a great book and I know that what I usually do is like if anyone you know when people start talking about books and like what's your favorite book and I tell them it's like oh I've never read a John Irving book I always tell them read the world according to Garb if you don't like it then you should not read any more John Irving books but it's like a quintessential John Irving book and it's, mm-hmm. it's an amazing read. I mean, mo- all of his books. I mean, the movies are, you know, so-so, but like Hotel New Hampshire, Side House, great books that I just love, love, love. And Pat Conroy is such an epic storyteller that there's so much going on in his books that you don't know how it, he's ever going to wrap it up sometimes because there's so much going on. But it's great. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not tired of the people. You kind of like want the story to go on. So mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting. And then, I don't know if you've ever heard of Curtis Sittenfeld. She wrote the book Prep several years ago, about mm-hmm. 15 years ago, it was a prep school. Well, wow. one of her, her, her third or fourth book, American Life, is such a great read. And it's, it's a thinly veiled story of basically Laura Bush. It's about this woman that meets this very charismatic senator and becomes, you know, um, the, the, the pre- he becomes president and she becomes first lady. So it's kind of that mm-hmm. kind of story, but it's one of those books. I let, I let a couple of friends of mine read it, and they loved it. And it's like it's one of those books when it's done, you miss her, the character, so much. It's like one of those that she, her character sticks with you, that after you finish reading, uh-huh. it's like, oh, I miss her. I miss her. So I will probably read it again mm. eventually. I mean, not now, but, I mean, I will right. read it again. So that's another one of the books that I catch because I know – it's a book that I have on my bookshelf, and someone comes over like, "Oh, what do you? What, what's good to read?" Like, you have to take this book, you know, because if you give them away, it's like it's hard to let. It's hard to kind of give recommends if you don't have the book. Because if you're going to recommend something, I almost kind of like that you have it. That way, it's like, "Oh, I've always wanted to read that." Well, here, take my copy, and then you know, borrow my copy and read it. So, hmm. there you go. interesting. That's my, yeah, that's my I, book story. I literally have like nine books I haven't even read, and I, I need to get on it. I need to get on it. I, I even have The Lost Symbol. I haven't read it yet. I don't know what's wrong with me. The Lost Symbol, what but, is that? The Dan Brown? Um, yeah, I've read every Dan Brown book. He's had like five books. I've read every single one. Same with um, Terry McMillan, same with Candace Bushnell. So I'm trying to find time to read it, but I just, the thing about his books, especially the um, Robert Langdon series, they're all so formulatic. I I don't know if I said that right. There's Robert Langdon, the professor. He meets a girl, and then there's a bad guy who's literally an assassin. And then there's a real bad guy who's hired the assassin. 
Angels and Demons, um, The Da Vinci Code, they both have it. And so I just feel like this book is going to follow the same thing. And uh, do I want to go through that all over again? Same formula, uh, you know. But it's, he's the type of writer where you're reading the book and you're just like, you can't stop reading it. He has two books that nobody really talks about. One's called The Deception Point. And I read that one. Oh, wasn't that good? It was good. That I was liked so, it. it was, um, for those of you who don't know, it was basically um, a meteor crash landed on Earth, and you don't know if it's a real meteor or if it's fake. And then Digital Fortress talks all about having our lives basically computerized, you know, our social, and all of our information is on the Internet. And both of them are really, really good, and they had so many twists and turns. But I didn't feel like there was a formula to either one of those books. I felt like they were so unformulatic. And then you read these two, and you're just like, there's a pattern. And, yeah, so I don't know. That's been my biggest thing about it. Um, Yeah, so we can wrap up the book stuff for now and get to my favorite topic of the summer. Summer crushes, or a.k.a. summer flings. Any celebrity or not real person, obviously, because I know now that you live in New York, your grinder's blowing up. Um, any summer flings that you have? Um, any new celebrities that you're just like, ooh, who's that? Let's see. Are there any new celebrities? Not really. You know, it's just basically the, I, I just... Like, like when we talked earlier, like Morgan on GH was like someone you just, it's kind of like mm-hmm. a rediscover. Um, yeah. I mean, Zach is still, you know, it's... it's Num- numero uno, right. Numero right. uno. But, um, yeah. yeah, I don't think there's too many others that have been, that have kind of like wowed me recently um, mm-hmm. besides the, the usual suspects. I'm trying to think if there's someone a little bit more age-appropriate, but I can't... Oh, who cares? It's a crush. <laughs> Who cares? You're only 29 anyway, so. True, true, true. What about you? I mean, oh, girl. Some, you know. I mean, well, let's not do 50 people. Can you give me <laughs> Well, most of the 50 are, have already been on the list for a while. These are a couple of guys that I've just literally discovered in the last couple of months, meaning the summer. Go with number one. Of all, Like, he is... He's phenomenal. His name is Cody Deal. He is um, the hottest guy since Matt Damon. Yep, I said it. Um, Cody is blonde, and I know a lot of people don't like blonde. He's got blue eyes. He's six foot four. He plays football, college football, and so he's got the body. But let me tell you, Kyle, this man's butt. It's like a male version of J-Lo. It is insane. I've never seen a white guy with a butt like this. Like, I can't even comprehend how he got it. I, I, you think it's like injections or, or whatever Kim Kardashian does, but it's real. And just a shameless plug on him, he is trying to put a um, calendar out for 2015. So if you go to com you can pre-order his ca- calendar. And, um, of course, I did. I was, like, one of the first people to do it, okay? Um, 
amazing. And he's so nice. He always he responds to um, different posts that I put on. He's very, very close to his fans. And another thing that you are going to love, he is pro-gay. It doesn't mean he's gay. He's pro-gay. In the um, L.A. Pride, he marched in the Pride. He is very open about, you call me gay? I'm not offended by that. I'm not insulted. I'm not gay, but whatever. You know, he's one of those guys, and he, he's just so nice. So, like, you can tell when someone's genuine on, online and, and how they are outside. He just, he's awesome. I, I love that man. And um, my other crush, I don't know if anybody remembers on VH1, there was a show called Strip Tease. Do you remember that on VH1 or Strip Search? Um, Strip Search. No, I don't, they, unfortunately. Um, it was Australia, Australia company Men Down Under was looking for an American troupe of male strippers for Vegas. Well, one of them was this guy named Sean Cassidy. Not Sean Cassidy, the 80s guy, because that's a totally <laughs> different spelling. It's Sean, S-E-A-N, Cassidy. So, you know, I've always thought he was hot, whatever. And this summer, for some weird reason, I thought about the show, and I thought, well, whatever happened to Sean? So I looked him up this summer, and he is still hot. He's still got a stripper's body. And he also has his own skincare line, which is called Sean Cassidy skincare.com. This man, I kid you not, he put a throwback Thursday picture up from 2006. I said, do you freaking age? He goes, it's my skincare. And I thought he was just trying to, like, plug it. It really is his skincare. He created his own skincare. Amazing. This, and he's just like Cody. He's very personable. Um, a thing about him that I think people will like a little bit more because we're all, like, sensitive when, when it comes to this, not only is the guy muscular and hot, but he's a dad. He's a single dad. And it, you're just like, oh, he's so awesome. He's got two little girls that he's always posting about. He just, and he was, building a, he was building a bunk bed for them. That's when I was like, I will marry this man. I will be David Cassidy. I don't care if there was already a David Cassidy. That's going to be me. He is so sweet. And... Um, my last summer crush, although it's not really a summer crush because I've had a crush on him for a while, but kind of amped up. Um, I talked about it in the last episode. His name is Todd Sanfield. I don't know if I showed, you, showed him to you, Kyle, you did. but the, the guy that looked like James Franco and Penn Badgley. Yeah. Show you him? Oh, you did. My God. <laughs> He's so insanely, like, is he real? Like, I don't, I'm getting sweaty just thinking about him. Um, yeah, and him, he's a pharmacist, just graduated pharmacy school, and he also is a model. He's, I think he's, like, been a couple covers of DNA magazine. I, I don't, I, I think that's what it's called. And he also has his own underwear line, ToddStanfield.com. So those are my three crushes of the summer. Follow them on Twitter if you want. Um, Todd can get very racy, like shows everything but peen. Actually, that's not true. <laughs> He's shown peen. Um, 
it's artistic peeing, though. But, um, yeah, beautiful men. What? Great to talk to. But. Now, do you follow so, yeah. any um, any of the bloggers and stuff that are around and about? Like who? Like, you know, Tyler Oakley. Um, nope. Oh, well, because I follow one on, on Snapchat as well as YouTube. Um, there's actually uh-huh. two. One of them's name. I mean, Tyler Oakley, Tyler Oakley is great. I mean, he's doing so much with the gay community and working with, like, um, the um, what's the Trevor Project and such. But my two crushes, one is Connor Franta. I mean, he looks like he's, like, 12 years old, but he's not. He's, like, mm-hmm. so he's still way too young. And the other one is Ollie White. He's Australian. He's hilarious. He's got nice hair. So, um they're also on um, Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat, so you guys should look them up. But Ollie White on YouTube. Ollie White TV. You boys. Hmm. I, I don't know their orientation, so I don't know if they're straight or gay. They don't really address it. Tyler Oakley definitely is gay, but I don't know about the other two, so I'm assuming they're straight. So, nowadays. Anyway, not I that that makes a think, difference. So. Yeah, like I was just about to say, nowadays, straight guys even feel very complimented when a gay guy likes them. You know, it's it's very funny how the world has changed so that, you know, because when we were growing up, me and you, if a straight guy heard that you liked him, you'd get beat up. Like, yeah. it was not good. But nowadays, it's like a huge compliment, which is, says a lot for our time. Um, well, so now that people um, also know, it's like we're going to, we're addressing the fact that, yes, you're a gorgeous man, you should just accept the compliment. Doesn't mean right. I'm going to physically... Uh, you know, try to make a move on you. I mean, I know my right. boundaries and limits, but it's like right. I'm just appreciating the fact that you're a very good-looking person. Right. And with Cody being six foot four and me being five eight, I highly doubt I can take him in a fight. You know, <laughs> I can just see him like I want to kiss you, and his hand is on my head, and I'm trying to run towards him with his long ass arms, and I'm like five feet away from him. Like it's not going to happen. So, um, um. So our last topic would be goals for the rest of the year. I thought it would be good for us to, you know, I think it's an Oprah thing where you say your goals and then all of a sudden they come to fruition because you've set it, you've put it out in the universe and also you're, you're working towards it. So what kind of goals do you have for, let's say, December 31st? What do you want your life to be like by then? I mean, it's a great question, especially for me now, since like this is a whole big mm-hmm. life change for me. But I mean, the the main two goals are one is to get acclimated into the New York scene because, and and the city because it's like, I kind of moved here at a great time because it was like mm-hmm. ending of summer. It's soon mm-hmm. going to be fall, which I hear is just glorious here. And then I have to brave mm-hmm. my first winter. So <laughs> I'm hoping that I have the strength to deal with that. And then also, yeah. you know, just being in a new city, I've connected a lot with some friends that live out here, so um, it's good. I just need to make sure, like, I, I did a weird, really weird thing, but I started listing all the people that I know that live in New York, so, and I started checking out who I've, like, who I've, like, who I've reached out to to say, hey, because they all know from Facebook that I'm here, but, like, who I've mm-hmm. actually reached out to to kind of get together with, to kind of, you know hey, I'm here, how can, you know, I right. get to know the city and stuff. So I, I'm working through my list, and last night I checked off another one. And I, most of the people that I want to connect with, I wanted, I wanted to wait till I was in my apartment and settled before I started mm-hmm. making plans. So 
Um, right. I'm, that's one of my goals is to kind of have checks next to everyone. And it's not more like a, a to-do. It's like, oh, I, ch- I went to see my friend Lily. Check. It's more of like mm-hmm. kind of keeping me in check to reach out. Because mm-hmm. in San Francisco, I got so used to just, you know, my friends were out there, but I just stay in my apartment and be by myself, you know, or just do my own mm-hmm. thing. Where it's like I'm challenging myself to get out more, and this is how I'm going to meet new people. You know, last night went to dinner with my friend John, and four of his friends showed up, so I met some new guys, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So it's less of a, like, check, I've seen her, done that. It's more of, like, keeping me in check to say, hey, you've got friends here. You've chatted with them on. They really want to see you. It's like, and you want to see them and get to and Because they, they can give you so much advice about this your city. So I'm looking forward to that. That's, that's my, that's one goal. And the second is just, just to keep improving myself at work and just kind of, like, being on top of things and, like, I didn't get a proper transition from to my job, so a lot of it is I'm trying to I'm having to figure it out myself, which kind of sucks mm-hmm. because I, mm-hmm. I want to be able to deliver and meet all the expectations of my manager. But if I don't know what they are, it's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. So I'm asking but you know a lot what, of questions though? and getting through it. It's also good because it means that you can write your own story too. So maybe yeah. the previous person didn't do X, Y, and Z, but the person that you are, you're doing X, Y, Z. A squared, B squared, C squared. Do you know what I mean? And the, your manager's yeah. like, whoa, I didn't, I didn't ask you to do that. That's not part of what I asked you to do, but you did it anyway. Thank you so much, you know. Look at it that way. Look at it that way. Yeah, of course. Wow. That's so, a, even though there are two things, it sounds like a lot. And I, I'm, looking forward to, I'm looking forward to seeing how, how you do it. I think you'll do fine. I really do. Well, the saving graces you're giving me till December, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm giving you to December, bitch. <laughs> so, no, what and about you? Know, for me, it's almost the same thing. I just need to tweak it a little bit. So mm-hmm. I have the new job. I'm traveling for it. Come November 1st, I'll be completely moved to Boston. Okay. Um, the now, thing about my Boston move, before? Exactly. I, mo- I lived there for four years, from 2007 okay. to 2011. Okay. So, for me, I think when I moved the first time, I thought, well, I'm going to be here a while, so I can do other stuff when I can do other stuff. Going with the new attitude that I have, I think it, instead of me writing down friends, because on purpose, I kept in touch with very few people. So, when I move back, I'll, I still have that same small group of people that I can hang out with. I don't have very many people that I need to contact when I get back there just because I, I did that on purpose. But I have things I have to do that I want to do. I haven't gone to a Fenway game before. I, I know that sounds weird. I haven't gone to uh, a Patriots game. Not that I'm a, a sports fan, but I feel like if you live in Boston, you should at least do these things once. You know, um, the MFA, the Rose Garden, that, that kind of thing. I haven't done some of the things that I've, I said that I would do when I moved out there. And one of the big things, and I know this sounds really weird, but one of the big things that I cannot wait to do is once I move, I cannot wait to go on vacation. <laughs> I lived there for four years, and I went on one vacation the entire time I lived there because I felt I was too strapped for cash and whatever. The new job that I have, it puts me into a better financial situation than I've ever been in my entire life. And um, so I'm looking forward to doing, you know, the day trips to New York to come see you, of course. Um, my friend Alice, she lives in New, um, New Hampshire. I haven't 
I only went up once this summer to see her, but I hope to do that more. And I'm actually planning to go <laughs> to the Young and the Restless luncheon next year, next August. So oh. that should be fun. Yeah. And uh, I told Doug about it, so he's going to meet me there. I said, are we allowed to go there? Like, are they going to have, like, security waiting for us with our pictures? Um, you know, because Church of Scientology doesn't like us very much. Um, so, yeah, that, that's going to be my big thing, saving up for that trip and actually mentally preparing for next August when I go. Um, but, yeah, I really hope that I, in the next couple of months, make a concerted effort to be on top of myself, to go out more. And, and another huge thing for me, I want to go to, like, a club and actually dance because I do not dance right now. I hate the I can't dance that. So what I'm going to try to do, maybe I'll do it in New York when I hang out with you, I'm going to try to dance at one club at least. Shake this big old black booty. <laughs> That's one of my goals. So. Cool. That was good. Yeah. So we have covered everything. Is there anything else that you wanted to end with? We still have 50 minutes, but I don't see us stretching it that long. <laughs> um, Unless no, you have I'm, another topic. No, I think, I think we did a bang-up job of getting through topics. I mean, granted, there were a couple of topics we didn't discuss only because it's like we want some doubts and put on them. But other than that, mm. no. I think I'm okay. good. Yeah. Any final words, as Doug would say? Final thoughts, as Jerry would say? Well, like I said, I'm, I'm, I know you're not a big fan of them, but it's like I'll probably watch some of the VMAs tonight just to kind of see who, I mean, they don't mean anything, but it's just kind of watch, see what people are wearing and stuff, and then I just can't wait for the Emmys. I mean, I love that stuff. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't, the VMAs, it's just, it's a joke now. Ever since the, well, the Madonna and, Christina and Brittany thing, that was shocking. That was, oh, my God, I can't believe three girls are kissing. But the Miley thing with her chicken butt, like, it just... And and Robin Thicke dressed as Beetlejuice. I mean, it just really yeah. took away from it for me. It just It's a silly show now. It's a show to say, for MTV to say, hey, we're still relevant. We're MTV. They don't even play videos on MTV anymore. So why is it called MTV? It should be called Just TV. Like, because that's all they have, are shows. So I, they promote Team Mom and Team Mom 2 and Team Mom 3, yet there's no award show for them. I don't know. I just, I can't deal with that show. Um, my final thought would be, I just, I'm looking forward to this new chapter of the, the show, and it's crazy for me that we're continuing, and it's cool, too. So, But, yeah, I'm looking forward to everything. I, I feel like good things are on the horizon for both of us, and Dallas included. So I don't know if of you course. knew, but Dallas actually, Dallas actually finished school, and he's in a full-time job now. Yeah. So he's, um, his poor kitty is like, where's daddy? Where's daddy? Because like, he's not home as much anymore now. So. And he just got back from Paris with um, the Hubster, so I'm really looking forward to catching up on, on things with him. But definitely. So yeah, um, 
next show we should have an intro, which I really doesn't need it, but I, I wanted to make it official. So that's going to be the only difference from the next show. So okay. But thank you for coming today. It was oh awesome no problem, my pleasure. I'm just and, so glad um, it's it, it's going to be easier to. I mean, with the time difference, I mean, and this just me maybe my ignorance, but what is Dallas on the same time zone in Edmonton, or is he one hour behind us, or? Um, I think he's three hours behind us. Um, I'm sorry, he's two hours behind us. Two hours. So he's Central Time. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and one thing I do want to say to anyone that may be listening or has friends and family out there, I mean, just just keep sending love and support to the to the people of, of Napa for after the 6.0 earthquake that hit. I think there was also one in Chile that hit. So I just mm-hmm. reached out to all my friends, and granted, it was at three o'clock in the morning. A lot. I mean, it was a it was a, a shaker definitely in the San Francisco area, but for Napa in particular, I don't know if you saw any of the the damage on Facebook through anybody, but it was really bad. But it oh was like the gosh. biggest one they hit there since the 1989 earthquake. So um, a oh lot of damage gosh. to the downtown area, to people's homes and stuff. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not yeah. hearing of any reports on death or anything, but I do know lots of property damage. So still thinking about them. Well, you can replace a chandelier or a car, but you can't replace a person. So I really, no. just like you said, I hope, no one's hurt, or if they're right. hurt, I hope they're not dead, you know, because that's right. just, yeah. uh, awful, awful. With that, I just wanted to say our final goodbyes. Again, thank you for coming on, and thank you, everybody, for listening. It's a great show, and, again, looking forward to what lies ahead. Definitely, and, we, and you know, you and I can talk offline about, like, if we want to come up with a schedule, like a, a guaranteed time, but, I mean, no schedules mm-hmm. are flexible with vacations and stuff, but maybe, you know, I think it might be just a little easier now that we're not on three different times. Mm-hmm. So. Agreed. I mean, because I, I feel bad because, like, a lot of times I think you guys got the short end of the stick for Doug and I being in California because, mm-hmm. you know, if, if we did it, like, later in the day for us, it's kind of like prime time, but for you guys it was so late. So, right. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, my dear. Thank sure. you again for coming on today. You're welcome. I, I wish you a very pleasant evening. Have a very nice rest of your evening and good good week. And um, definitely looking forward to catching up again. Yes. And thank you all. And thank you. That, all of you guys that, that listen and stuff. I mean, I, I, I probably don't do it as a thank you guys often enough because I know that many of you that listen or like later on just kind of listen to the podcast on your own, but it's like, Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be doing this. I mean, if we were doing this just for yourselves, I would just call David directly. <laughs> hmm Right. So. And we do this not because we have to. It's so much fun to do. It's so much exactly. fun to have your boys and, and, and catch up and, and also to get in touch with you guys. So thank you again for listening, just like he said, and, and uh, we'll be back next week. Cool. Good night. Night. Bye.